Hey homegirls, it's Clarissa Chanel. I'm back with another episode of Bougie Bay Podcast. And this is my first time being outside in the past five days. So kudos to me. Um, I've been on quarantine, quarantining myself. I just got back from Miami like a week or so ago. So I, you know, wanted to quarantine myself. I don't want to get anybody sick if I'm sick, but I don't think I'm sick. I feel like I would have had some type of symptoms by now, but you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, uh, today, though, we're not going to be talking about the virus. We're not going to be talking about quarantining. We're going to be talking about something completely different because I feel like I feel like we is this all like right now is on the media, TV, this everything. That's what everybody's talking about: Corona, 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 Corona. So I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about love languages. So if you want to hear more about this topic, more about like discovering your love language, how to identify your love language, how you love, how you receive love, then continue listening. So um, if you don't know what love languages are or you know how they're applied i'm just briefly gonna explain each love language to you it's five love languages um some people they receive and give love with using all five some people have like a top five or not a top five like a top two a top one so here are the five words of affirmation acts of service receiving gifts quality time and physical touch Okay, so words of affirmation is basically um, compliments, um, telling people like it's affirmation. So you, if you receive, if you receive words of affirmation as a love language, that means that you, when you're involved with somebody, you like to, you like for them to reassure you, you like for them to compliment you, for them to to speak kindly to you, to um, basically you know express their love to you, viva their language viva their talk viva their tone and stuff like that um if you give words of affirmation for love language that means when you love somebody you're involved with somebody you compliment them you tell them you love them you're very vocal about your feelings um Acts of service, on the other hand, is more of an action type of thing. When you are involved with somebody or someone's involved with you, they're doing things for you. So, I mean, you know, if you're sick, they're taking care of you. They're picking up suits from the store. They're picking up your prescription from Walgreens. You know, they're uh, taking your car to get washed. They're making you care packages. Um they change in light bulbs just like it could be big or it could be little but it's just bottom line is acts of service them doing things for you that you might not ask but they just do it anyway um and it goes both ways too it's not just a man thing to a woman women express their love through acts of service as well especially in friendships and when they're in relationships if they really like you they're gonna do things for you period (laughs) and then receiving gifts a lot of people feel like this love language is materialistic but i don't think that way i feel like receiving gifts is not like it can be something big like a chanel bag or something but i feel like it's more of just like that thoughtfulness so people who have a love language of receiving gifts they just want to know that someone's thinking about them enough occurs about them enough to buy them things and it doesn't even have to be 
a bag it could be flowers it could be uh, you know food it could be a cookie like just the smallest things you know you 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 don't you never know like the smallest gifts can mean the world to somebody so for receiving gifts you can that can be a love language um quality time is that person who they love is reflected on how much time they spend with you so they feel like you spend a lot of time with them they correlate that with love or if they love you or they're involved with you and they really like you they're going to want to spend a lot of time with you because that's their love language quality time so dates um movie nights going to the park grocery shopping like literally anything where y'all are together they love it um next the last but definitely like at least because a lot of in this day and age this is a big one for especially like the millennials gen gen z or is it gen x i think it's gen x that um generation is physical touch a lot of people equate physical touch to love and physical touch to um you know being strongly involved with somebody so that means you just when you love somebody or you're involved with somebody you always want to touch them whether that's sex whether that's kissing whether that's just cuddling whether that's just literally being next to them and touching their whole holding hands pda all that that's how you receive or give love you know in these love languages they can be interchangeable sometimes you can love a certain way like how you give love but you don't receive the love the same way for example, you can love, um, you can love how you give love is words of affirmation. But when it comes to receiving, you don't like that. You're more of a action type of person, like an acts of service or a quality time pers- person when it comes to actually receiving love. But when you give love is in the form words of affirmation or physical touch, things like that. So you don't, they're interchangeable and they change over time. Your love language now will not be your love language 10 years from now, five years from now, even months from now, your love language can change, especially depending on your partner. Especially if your partner's love language isn't compatible to yours, you might switch over and make your love language more compatible. So that is all the love language explained. And now we're going to go into, I'm going to give y'all my love language, just and how I discovered them and how you can clearly identify what your love language is is or not if you don't already know so a common misconception is that you have to be in love with somebody you have to have been in love before or been in a serious relationship before to have a love language or to know what your love language is or no it's it's you don't you can honestly figure out your love language by your your relationships that are non-romantic that's the biggest way to to really identify your relationships with with people that you're not you're not sleeping with like though because those relationships normally last a little bit longer because you know you know you know you might be you might be involved with somebody you know sexually for you know a year tops but you most of your relationships that are non-platonic you've been friends with those people men male or female for years so you have more material to work with so don't think because you've never been in love with somebody that you can't you don't know how to identify your love language because it's just it's ridiculous so i say all this to say um identifying your love language is easy but like i said earlier it does change and your love languages can vary from person to person 
and your love languages can vary from relationships like my love languages when it comes to me being involved with someone non-romantically strictly platonic like just my friendships my my homegirls and then me being involved with someone on a romantic level they do have similarities but they also have very very different aspects so for example my love languages uh i don't identify with all five some people do i don't um my top three like are the receiving gifts acts of service and um quality time those are like my number three love languages um and then when it comes to my friendships um the quality time and words of affirmation are big for me and then quality time acts of service acts of service is big on both ends but there it's even bigger when it comes to someone i'm emotional like i'm romantically with and then for my friendships is big i'm big on quality time words of affirmation and then acts of service as well and then receiving gifts so you know you have they're similar but like it's like like words of affirmation there that's not when it comes to romantic that's just strictly when it comes to people i'm friends with like that's how i like share you know my love or like you know me saying i care about somebody but like when i'm in a relationship with somebody i'm more about what i show them and when it comes to how i receive it i receive actions better that's just the type of person you could say whatever you want to say with me but if you're not backing it up if you're not standing on what you believe in then you know it don't mean anything to me same for friendships and relationships but relationships it's even more for me because i really don't like words of affirmation like they're fine like i can receive them without being like uh but like i really big on like quality time receiving gifts acts of service because those are all things in my opinion that i feel like you have to put effort in to do all those things and you really don't have to put efforts in to talk to me like you don't have to put efforts in to tell me that you would like me or that i'm cute or i'm beautiful you don't have to put effort in but you have to put effort in to see me effort in to buy me things effort in to do stuff for me that you know i would like you know so i'm big on effort and that reflects my love languages people who other people who are all about kind of how people make them feel versus how what people actually do in their life they might like words of affirmation and physical touch because they register more with that feeling side of it but i'm more of in like a what are you doing to actively pursue me you know so, um, and you're probably like, how did I figure out these are my love languages? Well, basically, I just sat back and I analyzed my friendships. I'm like, what do I do? Like, what do I find myself doing a lot with my friends? Or what do I find myself doing a lot in relationships? Like, just period. Like, I, I just analyzed everybody I loved in my life. Whether it was a friendship or whether it was someone I was romantically involved with. There's everybody that I had deep feelings for or I, was, I loved with. I loved not in love with them but like i had love for them and i just analyzed what did i do in that relationship or what am i doing in that relationship and the first one i realized was receiving gifts i love 
I love giving gifts and I love receiving them. Like that is like something like I'm that's why I love Christmas. I love birthdays because I love shopping for my friends or shopping for someone I'm involved with and buying them things that I know they're like or listening to stuff they told me that they want or stuff they was thinking about buying for themselves. And I love beating them to the punch and buying them before they buy it for themselves. Like I love that and I love when people do that for me. Like when people give me gifts and I didn't know they were listening to me talk and they're like, Oh, remember you said you wanted this? I'm like, Oh my god, you remember what like oh my god like you know so like I that was like my first one I identified so I was like oh that's a love language of mine number two I realized that I'm not the type of person who can't not see my friends for a long period of time like I can if I have to like we live in two different um cities or something but if I live right up the street from you I'm seeing you all the time like my best friend Brooke I see her all the time like the only time I haven't seen her that much is because we're in quarantine but even then we had went to grocery shopping the other day together like I spend a lot of time with her because I love her like she's my best friend so like I have so much love for her so I spend a lot of time with her same for when I am involved with somebody I want to see them all the time because I that's how I you know display my love by my time because I feel like time is so precious so for me to share my time with you that mean i really love you like i really got love for you if i'm gonna block out my day or sure like spend the time that i could be doing something else on you like that's big for me and same for a dude like if a dude is making time for me it shows me that he loves me because you can always make an excuse where you don't want to see me so if he is you know going beyond above and beyond to do something for me you know it's how I receive love. So that's how I found out that quality time was my second. And number three, the receiving gifts. I just was like, mm, I, I like receiving gifts and then the quality time. So those are the two that I discovered like off bat. And then the acts of service, it was just one of those ones that I was like, no brainer. Because like I said, along with receiving gifts, I go all out for people I care about. Like, I will drive two, three hours for someone I care about. Like, I will drop everything and hit the ground running if you need me for someone I care about. Like, for example, my best friends, they were getting their Aggie ring. They were ordering their Aggie ring, and I was in Dallas. And I was supposed to be coming back home, but I was like, you know what? She had called me. I had honestly forgot about them ordering the Aggie ring or whatever. And she was like, it's not a big deal if you can't come, but, you know, you want to come? And I'm like, yeah, it is a big deal because, like, if it wasn't a big deal, you wouldn't have called me. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go. So I just literally ended up leaving home early and drove to College Station from where I was at. And I stayed the weekend with them. And it's like, I do stuff like that because I know they would do stuff like that for me. Like, if I need them to come down to my school for a big thing or a big event or a big milestone that I was crossing, I would want them to do that for me. So, I acts of service really touch my heart and it really is how I display my love in um, all my relationships. So... It's important to know your lang love languages, and it's easy to find them out. Just really think about what you do on a daily, how you operate, how you move with all your friends and all the people that you're involved with. So lastly, we're going to get into why is it important to know your love languages. And this is basically the whole point of the episode. Like, you're probably like, why did what was me going through all that trying to identify my love languages and whoop-de-whoop? -whoop. It has a purpose, sis. Okay. It's important to know your love languages because it helps you in relationships, period. If you don't know yourself, if you don't know how you receive love, if you don't know how you want to be loved, 
it's impossible for you to be in a loving, healthy, healthy relationship. That's why a lot of people are in toxic ass relationships, whether it comes from friends or family or, you know, romance or niggas or, you know, people they're involved with because they don't even know what they like. They don't even know how they receive love. They don't even know what they want in a relationship. So they just out here going based on how they feel. Stop always relying on your feelings because sometimes relying on your feelings too much and have you in relationships and circumstances that are toxic, period. So you love it. knowing your love languages allows you to be in stronger relationships because when you know your love languages, it's easier for you to identify others' love languages and it's and when you want to identify your partner's love language if they haven't told you or you know it hasn't came up. It's basically the same process of, as you finding out your own. What do they do? How do they treat you? Do they spend a lot of time with you? Are they more physical? Do they do more words of affirmation? Do they validate you? Da, 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 da. Like all those different avenues that you did to yourself to figure out how you love, how you receive love, how you give love. That's the same thing that applies to them. Also, knowing your partner's past because your love languages are very much influenced by how you were loved as a child, how you received love as a child. If you were younger and your mom, you know, was big on affirming you and telling you she loved you all the time, you might rely on words a lot when you get older versus someone who mama probably never told them they love you but they always made sure they were straight. So, I don't know, bought them gifts or, you know, did things for them, you know the more of that you might more rely more on actions versus words so it just depends or if your mom and your your dad were very physical with you not in the sense of like you know incest <laughs> but like they hugged you or they kissed you all the time or you know they coddled you you might you might associate that with love when someone hugs you like that physical touch or if your parents spent a lot of time with you and you always spent a lot of time with your family, you might associate that with love. You know, those things can be good and bad because they also they they ultimately shape your ideal of love. Your parents, how you were raised, whoever raised you, they are your first loves. Those are the people who first loved you. So your first loves, as people know, really impact all the loves after that because that's like your blueprint. So when you know someone else's blueprint, it's easier for you to work together and have a good relationship. So I just say, I used to say, know your love language, know your partner's love language, and your relationship will run a lot more smoother. But knowing is not enough. You also have to actively be putting in work and effort to match each other's love languages and to actually feed into each other's way of loving. So it's easier said than done, but once you do it, your relationships and with your friends, with your family and stuff will run a lot smoother when you understand them because you can't be with somebody you don't understand. If you don't know nothing about somebody or you know the bare minimum, the second y'all get into an argument or second y'all hit a bump, y'all will never get over it because you don't even know you don't even know the person you're sleeping with. You don't even know the person you're in a relationship with because you're focused on all these other things besides stuff that's important. You're focused on how they make you feel or or the sex or whatever that you don't even know the person you're having sex with. So the second y'all come to a cross world, it's like, you know, fuck her or fuck him because y'all don't even know each other. 
So it's important to know each other and know what each other wants before you get involved with somebody, period, to keep you from getting your feelings hurt. Because, you know, people are quick to say, oh, I don't care. You know, I'm only with him for this. Or I'm only with him. Or I'm only fucking with her because it is. But the second something happened, they crying, they in their feelings, they posting subliminals on Snapchat with the black screen. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Stop hurting your own feelings, period. Thanks for listening to Bougie Bay Podcast. Um, I hope this helped you today. Um, I am going to be posting more podcasts while I'm going to take advantage of this little quarantine to put out a little more content. So if you're looking forward to or you want to give me any topics, you can always DM me at X underscore Clarissa on Instagram or you can email me. My email is in my bio. I am going to bring back Babe Talk. And if you don't know what Babe Talk is, it's basically a segment of my podcast where I give advice. So you can write in Viva the DMs or you can email me. And I, I'm also going to come out, come up with like an anonymous thing where you don't even have to email me. You could just put like your question in a little curious cat. I don't know what I'm going to use. We're going to figure it out. I got a lot of time to figure that out. But anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing everything. Everybody who has DM me, you know, told me personally that y'all love my podcast. Thank you so much. It means so much to me. Um, I'll see y'all later. Toodaloo.